Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Another hour of discernment on January 18th, 2018. Well, you know, I... I've seen this article, the title of this broadcast is A Flat Earth Nuttiness in the Lunar Eclipse, January 9th, 2018, by David Cloud. And, uh, you know, though, though this title might have the flat earth, this is not uh, a broadcast defending flat earth. It's... it's uh, this letter could be written by most men that have came out of a seminary and Bible college. So there's nothing really, uh, you know, this is the sediment, this is the, this is you, the temperature, this is the reaction you get, this is the age we live in. And I, uh, I got a couple calls yesterday Three calls. I got a call from a Seventh-day Adventist minister. And uh, what's interesting is, um, is you know, I, when you listen to people, you see the concern of what's going on and how things are accelerating. Then I got a call from a friend of mine who lives out in the desert out there in Arizona. And anyway... Uh, He's got some health problems, and after talking to him, I I had second thoughts about whether whether not that I just I've had second thoughts about about doing this broadcast. And last night, just before oh, it was about seven eight o'clock at night, I had my Skype on, and a fellow uh, called me that I hadn't talked to in six years. He lives up about 50 miles uh, east of of Anchorage. And it was really a, an inspiring call because uh, I hadn't talked to him, and I realized my frame of mind, where my mind was in 2012. And uh, what I've learned how to do is listen. It's all right for somebody to disagree with me, or I disagree with them. But we got a we got a temperature. Call it. We got a, a phenomena in this country where people can't listen. They got to have it their way. And they, you know, so he began talking, and uh, he talked for about three, four minutes, and he said, "Well, what do you think, Walt?" I said, "Well, John, you're you're right on." We talked for three and a half hours, and uh, the only thing that I disagreed with him is, is that I didn't think he understands how to, how big this problem 
of uh, or another word of his lack of history. As last night listening to him, I realized nothing against any individual. Just because you know some history doesn't make you any smarter or any better than somebody. But in today's world, in today's world, they haven't haven't got any history, and they're not living in reality. And uh, so we talked uh, for three and a half hours. He's 81 years old, and he had a similar experience. He was about six, seven years younger than me, not older than me. But he flew a Piper, a little Piper, 85 horse trail dragger, all the way from Anchorage to Pennsylvania where he was raised in a little puddle jumper and navigating across uh, some of the area he came is pretty isolated so it's you know and he landed off field he had tundra tires on his airplane but anyway we talked about world events and what's what's going on you know what's going on and it's amazing how how uh, and all of a sudden I realized that if you know how big this is, and uh, and on my on my homepage, I, I wrote I wrote this. I got a little bit of this. I only wrote a maybe a paragraph of it. But as I started studying history, you know, I started realizing that you know that I hadn't got any history. And so I'm going to read this paragraph to kind of, because this article, this article too, you have to have some history. And you don't get history at a Bible college and a seminary. You don't get history at a university. So this is, this is what I put up here from different people. About, there's about four different people in this, this paragraph. And I, I think I wrote one line. But too many history might be dry and boring. Yet if we have a burning desire to understand what is truth, then history becomes vibrant and alive. History sheds light on our present world and also gives understanding for the future. It is through history that we find our roots and has become the reason and object of why much of our history today has been thoroughly censored so that our roots will be purposely obscured. The day is approaching, perhaps, when the only historians will be amateurs who study history as self-help, who examine the past in order to make sense of the present and not to be caught unprepared by the future. We have been taught lies. Reality is not at all what we perceive it to be. Reality must be discerned at all costs if we are to be a part of the future. Lopsided, slanted, and gone from history are the true factual events purposely hidden from history. When a nation has no true past history, the minds are molded by false history. False history makes the present fiction without any way to understand the future. This will allow you to believe in the past that never existed. The only new thing in the world is history you don't know. 
May you find many things here. The one who does not remember history is bound to live through it again. And so when I, somebody sent this article in an email, and it's going to take me five minutes to read it. I want to read it so everybody can digest it, and then we'll, we'll comment on some of the points the man makes. This is uh, the article of Flat Earth, Nuttiness, and the Lunar Eclipse, January 9, 2018. So it was not that, this, this article's not that old. By David Cloud of Flat Earth. On November 28, 2017, we published a, reported, a report entitled, The Earth is Flat and We Didn't Land on the Moon. It contained an excerpt from a report by Dr. Denny Faulkner containing testimonies by U.S. astronauts, plus links to various reports debunking the flat Earth myth. The title of the November report was written tongue-in-cheek, of course, because in my estimation, the flat Earth stance is unadulterated nonsense. I am convinced that it is held by people with a perverse spirit towards reality. Pagan mythology aside, mankind has known that the earth is a fear since ancient times, since at least the 6th century B.C. Greeks knew that the earth is round. Eratosthenes determined the earth's circumference by observational science. When the Roman emperor Hadrian ascended to the throne in A.D. 117, a coin was minted, minted showing his predecessor, Trajan, handled him, handing him an orb or a globe, signify his authority over the earth. Time zones prove the earth is round, and modern communication technology makes it possible to communicate with someone in another time zone in real time. When it is noon in Nepal, I can Skype somebody in America and learn that it's right time there. It is the right, it's nighttime there. This can only be explained if the world is round and rotating on its own axis. When the sun is shining on one part of the earth, the opposite side is dark, and vice versa. The airline industry proves that the earth is round. Every long-distance airline pilot knows for a fact, for a fact, that the earth is round. The Concorde flew at 11 miles high where the curvature of the Earth is easily seen. High-flying jets, rocket planes, and balloons routinely observe a round Earth. Spaceship One flew to 69 miles high in 2004. The SR-71 Blackbird routinely flew at 16 miles high over its 35-year history. Now, this next paragraph, I want you to keep in mind what he's saying here. This tells you about his science. It tells you, this tells you his position on cosmology. He says, quote, NASA's Apollo moon program proves that the Earth is round. The international satellite industry proves that the Earth is round. The International Space Station 
which has been orbiting the Earth about 15 times per day for 17 years, proves that the Earth is round. The Space Shuttle Program, which operated from 1981 to 2011, delivered supplies to the ISS and launched launching and repairing satellites prove that the Earth is round. The lunar eclipses prove that the Earth is round. These occur when the Earth comes between the sun and the moon and the Earth casts its shadow on the moon. The shadow clearly shows a spherical Earth, not a flat Earth. I was astonished to receive an email from three subscribers to the Fundamental Baptist Information Service who wanted to argue for a flat Earth and who believed the Apollo program was a lie. Some of the early astronauts were Masons, they say, and that it is supposed to prove something. One man said he doesn't believe in the International Space Station, and though he doesn't believe there were U.S. space shuttles, he is sure they didn't go to the ISS, and he doesn't know where they went or what they did. Please. I told one man, you have borrowed a bunch of nutty things from the same nut. I told a man who wanted to call, I told a man who wanted me to call him and discuss the matter. I have zero interest in discussing that. It's as nutty as a fruitcake. I'm serious. You couldn't convince these people that water is wet. As far as flat earth in the Bible, I have had the privilege of studying that Bible for an average of probably eight hours a day for 44 years. I have written a Bible encyclopedia and books on Bible interpretation and difficulties. I don't know everything, but I can check, but I can check anything that is proposed as support for a flat earth and having none done so, I can say unequivocally that there is no support in Scripture for such a doctrine. The Internet is an unprecedented tool for communicating God's Word, but it has made possible for any wacko to publish nutty things. Now, now keep in mind when we start talking about some of these points, it's not to prove a, a plane, but uh, understand we have two eyes, a lot in the Bible about wisdom. Any good plumber will tell you that water does not run uphill. Now, And also, when we start discussing this, I don't want to mimic this man. In other words, I don't think, I think he knows when water's wet. I think he does. But you understand, understand when we get started, I want to start one thing. He is heliocentric. And you say, well, how do you know, Walt? Well, one, he went to a seminary and a Bible college. And, and, and two, 
He doesn't believe the Bible because the Bible says we're stable 67 times. And uh, this whole this whole article here, there's not one Bible verse in here. Now, again, this is not this is not against David Cloud. David Cloud, there's nothing unusual about this stance. Anybody that's been to a university, you know, anybody that's been to a Bible college or seminary, and by the way, he's a Zionist. I've li- I listened to his sermons. <clears throat> now, so when we start discussing this, you know, don't don't be sarcastic like this. State your facts, because the facts the fact is, no one has ever seen the curvature of the Earth, and um, and I I believe uh, I believe uh, John there in Toronto you. What, what what did you find out about the that uh, who that flew at eleven the, the Concorde flew at eleven miles high where the curvature of the Earth is easily seen? Yeah, that uh, that caught my attention because um, on on your article it says that on Cloud's article it says that the Concorde flew at eleven miles high where the curvature of the Earth is easily seen. Um, I've watched this documentary on uh, a Swiss professor. He's uh, he was a physicist, um, um, Swiss professor. His name is August Picard. It's where they get that name, Jean Luc Picard, from Star Trek: The, the Next Generation. Uh, August Picard was a Swiss professor, and he was also a physicist and an inventor and an explorer. And he wa- he went up in a uh, balloon in May of 1931, in May of 1931, and uh, he went up as high as 15,781 meters, which is uh, roughly just under, just under 10 miles, just under 10 miles, and the Concorde there was 11. Uh, in feet, it's 51,775 feet. So this was back in May of 1931, just under 10 miles, and surprisingly, what he saw, what he describes, uh, it was he and another, uh, another uh, colleague of his, both of them went up in a balloon, and their observations was that uh, the Earth looked like a flat disk, a flat disk with upturned edge, with an upturned edge. Um, and that seems to match Isaiah 40:22. It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, that sits upon the circle of the earth. So what he saw was a flat disk, which is a circular shape, um, with an upturned edge. Um, And as well, when he was up uh, 10 miles, uh, you know, uh, up 10 miles above the earth, uh, you know, I should have said that these are the first people that actually made it to the stratosphere of the earth. Uh, back in May of 1931, uh, the sky to them at that altitude at 10 miles 
the sky had a deep, dark blue. That's what they describe it as. I mean, that's the first thing that caught my attention in the uh, article. Uh, 11 miles is pretty close to 10. And these people saw a flat disk with, um, with an upturned edge, like almost like a wall, a, uh, pretty much a wall around the, uh, around the circumference of the, the circle or disk. I, I found that interesting. Well, and also, like I said, listen, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with somebody thinks there's nothing wrong with somebody think that he's spinning through the air, he's going through the air at 19 miles per second and going 66,000 miles an hour and turning and turning at 1,039 miles an hour and wobbling on his axis for the season. There's nothing wrong with somebody believing that. There's nothing, but, but see, he says, he says, I am convinced that it is held by people with a perverse spirit towards reality. This is the world's view. They've changed our reality. The bottom line, this is like 9-11. The buildings turned to dust and fell in their track. End of story. The bottom line, no one has seen the curvature. You don't, this thing of of a boat going over the horizon with modern-day binoculars, you know, uh, you, you, you can, as soon as the boat goes over the horizon, you know, everybody, as most people that are on this call understand this, that you, you put the binoculars on it and it brings it right back. And also, I think the world record now is 135,000 feet in a balloon. And it's flat. And, and no matter what, and nobody has got a, a picture. The pictures by NASA are CGI, a computer-generated image. Now, let's just stay with the facts. See, there's all right if he's want he if he wants to spin. Or and, and I don't want to pick on David Cloud. If the world wants to spin, let him spin. Because these same, these same, uh, when they've been taught Zionism, heliocentric, they they are trained not to listen. They are trained to talk, and they are, and they act just like a pope. You're not to question somebody that has studied the Bible eight hours a day for 44 years. They're not there to, qu- they're not there to, to, to debate you. Wait a second. Thanks, Rick. So, so, again, you know, when we're discussing this, let's keep it on target. This is the world view. This is what every, everybody has been taught. And to never question it. Don't question it. You're not when you when you go to college. I got a friend that got straight A's, and he doesn't brag about it, but he's got he has he, he's got a good memory. And the people that have the best memory get the best grades, because all you're there to do is regurgitate 
what the, the professor told you. It's not a learning experience. So, you know, the reason, the reason, like I said, I want to uh, bring this up because I realize that most people don't even question it. They don't even question the cosmology. And my friend who went to college, I said, I asked him, I said, did they ever, you know, they hit him, they hit him on evolution from the time you hit the front door to the time you leave, they hit you on evolution. But they never, they never bring, bring up heliocentric. Because, like he said, they've got, they've got, they've got them so deeply hooked. This lie is so deeply hooked that they don't have to talk about it. And so, and, and, and also on his second paragraph, he talks about pagan mythology. Yes, yes, the pagans, you know. And, and, you, and you see, well, Walt, you see, see, Walt, I'm not one of these flat earthers, but I had an airplane. And it's called an airplane because, see, you fly around the plane in the use with in the air. It's an air plane. And you know, last night's call when I talked to this fellow for three and a half hours, I realized I remember when all this stuff was started hitting me. I I, I always went to common sense. See, my father had more common sense. And my grandfather even had more than he had. See? And, uh, but this, this is a time, this is a time for us not to, because the reason I bring this up, Walt Stickle is just a country punkin. He doesn't have an education. He doesn't speak good English. But one thing, one thing, the difference between Walt, I haven't studied the Bible eight hours a day for 44 years. But it, could it be possible? Could it be possible that that, that that man could not be preaching the Bible? And not that man, for, strike that. Could it be possible that the modern day seminary and Bible college, they're not teaching the Bible, they don't believe the Bible, they don't believe the first verse of the Bible, the first six verses. This is what, you know, I, I, I want to just, and another thing I learned, you see, it's in, it's in the Bible too. That the Bible verse, Bible verse, uh, it's in Galatians. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? See, if you this saying I learned just a couple weeks ago. If you make people think they're thinking, they'll love you. But if you make them think 
they'll hate you. So anyway, I I uh, kind of open it up to I'm going to California. Uh, do you have any comments? Well, yeah, you you, you uh, talked about 135,000 miles up. That's that's just 25 and a half miles, and the Van Allen belts are 375 miles uh, from the surface of the Earth. So, I mean, just do the math in regard to your your. Uh, Discussing uh, horizon and so forth. So we have never breached the the. We've never gone higher, you say, than than the twenty five. No, no, and a half the, 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 the record is for, for a feet. balloon. In other words, airplanes. See, airplanes don't. There's no oxygen. You know, engines and don't work when there's no oxygen. Matter of fact, humans start dying at twenty six thousand. If you're in a commercial airplane at between thirty five and forty, whatever level you're flying, and that airplane loses pressure, I mean the first thing that's why they have those little things that pop out, that's oxygen. <laughs> you know, in other words in other words, when you go two hundred and forty thousand miles you go over 240,000 miles to the moon, you got to pack some oxygen. And you know, but the thing that I'm the thing the thing I I uh I uh you know, uh it's so easy. Now if I was I wouldn't be afraid to listen to David Cloud. I wouldn't if I was sitting in an in a congregation or an audience, I wouldn't confront this man. I think it's pretty well, he's pretty well stated his his position, you know, and there's, oh, there's so much scripture, you know, there's so much scripture, you know, and, uh, but I want to use this as an example. Chuck, Chuck Baldwin I heard him interviewed here just a week ago. And he went to a seminary in the Bible college. And he and uh, and he started the Holy Spirit started you know and he got some revelation and he started thinking for himself. And it and he didn't do this overnight. But it took him 10 years to come out of dispensational futurism. Okay. Now, now Waltz had an advantage. I didn't. I was never taught the rapture. See, I wasn't ever taught. So a lot of this stuff I didn't have to unlearn. But a man that studied the Bible for eight hours a day. You know, for for forty four years. You know, it to me when I think of Chuck, it's a testimony. It shows you what God can do. Once 
once a lie gets ingrained, I think Mark Twain said it, it's easy to fool somebody, but it's much harder to unfool them. And that's the reason this I got this, and I look at this because the last two broadcasts, because if I had to apologize, I would say, you know, can hit people pretty hard. So, because you're you're when you realize that NASA is a fraud, you know, you you realize, and then in Revelations, that it's not it's not if we're deceived, it's not the whole world is deceived. It's not if it's coming, it is here, right now. Yes, they, they they do this by conveniently omitting fine details. And so consequently, people just take this as fact. They take the complete overview as fact, but its, it's, it's building blocks are crumble, crumbling chalk stone. Yet they still have this recognition. By the way, Chuck, uh, Brother Chuck has been labeled as a heavy preterist now. And that term implies so much negativity. But that's another story. That's that another, he, uh, but the, thing of the, the thing of it is, though, the thing of it is, when, when you, if, if, if you had, if I had been, went to a Bible college, or a college. I used to, when I was out in the truck, I, I meet meet young men, and I said, "Have you been to college?" They said, "No." Well, you boy, you 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 escaped a big one, you know, because there's you there's a lot you have to unlearn. That's right. A lot. It's like I don't I, think it's much of a feather in anybody's cap in our day, time and day, to 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 say that. Oh, I'm well schooled, and I have these letters after my name, and I'm a, I'm an honorary doctorate, or I'm a doctorate in this or that or what, and it's not proving to be of any value, ultimately, as the facts are becoming more and more known by more and more people. You, you see, see, in the point that that I'm making, I've, you know. I've flown across the United States in a puddle jumper and never give it a thought. Never, never give it a thought. And do I, do I know that the earth is a plane? What I've seen is it is because I was raised in Washington and I've been up to the continental divide on several occasions. And when you, you walk up a trail and they'll, they'll have it marked. And all when that snow comes down, all the snow that comes down on the east side goes to the Gulf of Mexico, and all the snow that goes to the west it goes to the Pacific. I know that the Columbia River, the Columbia River, has got ten dams on it. I know that water runs downhill. I, I'm a potential plumber. That's a first test. You got to you got you got to understand 
that water runs downhill. The Suez Canal is over 100 miles. And if, I think it's 120 total. And there's no, no, no locks, sea level to sea level. And what, in, in, in other words, even we don't know. I mean, I don't have a proof, but I know one thing: that's, that 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 w- water water runs downhill. Now, the 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 the, th- the thing of it is, you see, as soon as, as soon as you take that, you drink that Kool Aid. In other words, if I was in, if I'm, if you're under one of these heliocentric seminary Bible, Bible scholars, you're not there to question. And the only way, the only way they can, they have no proof. They have no evidence. They can't even come to the table because they're so headstrong you know, when I think of this, I always think of Larry Phillips' dad. You know, all of a sudden, here comes a grandson in the door to teach him evolution. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, it and, and it's not getting any better. And there's going to be a time. There's going to be a time that you're going to have to buy the government story. It's all that, already that way with the Hola hoax. We're not going to go there because these same people that have bought into Zionism don't know their history. And when I was talking to John last night, I realized how, how few people, and when you understand real history, it's, it's, it, the, you know, it's, like, it's like the truth is stranger than fiction. Anyway, uh, I, I'm going to. Is, is anybody? Uh, how, how about how? How about you? Uh, is that you, Mike? Would you like to make a comment, Mike? Yeah, Walt. <clears throat> how are you? Um, I like to bring up what you're just talking about—the word sorcery again. Certainly, the world is under sorcery from every faction out here, and. You know, as you said, there's 60 some scriptures, however many there is. <clears throat> the amount is not important. One is sufficient, and either you believe or you don't. <clears throat> and if you can't get past Genesis, well. But I want to bring a point up before I mention this: as year before last, you know, I told you I was going fishing down the pier, and I'd go down there on this little pond, you know, crack of daylight. One day I went down there and God said, "Look up, look up." And I looked up, and there's a level, a level compilation of clouds moving right above this pier where I'm standing, <laughs> trying to show me. See, they're flat, and I kept telling you that it never would sink in. All of a sudden, one day the light went off, and you related to your flying, having seen that with your two eyes, that the clouds are flat. They're not some little round ball floating around like puff, like they show you, you know. It's called flying over the top. Now, mm-hmm. In other words, uh, uh, I've flown over the top at Overcast in the Cascades, but I knew that there was holes on the other end. 
scale. Okay. And uh, I, I flew through the gorge one time, and I was talking to Approach, and Approach came on and told me, he said, well, you know, uh, he said, uh, 8461 Golf, you realize you're only going 50 miles an hour across the ground. And I remember telling him, tell me when I start backing up. <laughs> you know, because in other words, I, I had a 50-mile-an-hour wind in front of me, see. And uh, so, it, and yeah, when you told me that one time I flew all all the way across uh Eastern Washington. It's not a good practice to, in a single engine to get up on top. But um, you know, I, I I I've been there. I've been there, and the t- top of those clouds are flat. Okay. And like the description you gave, you know, when God said He sits atop the circle, a circle is not a globe, and that's hard to get through somebody's mind. But they are not the same in any way, it, shape, or form. It, 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 and you know something here, you might say, well, you're you're a flat earther. No, it's it's. I'm just telling you what I've seen with my eyes. Yeah. With my eyes. In other well, words, I know what he showed me that morning sitting down on that pier down there standing in the dark, and the, and the light just started to come up. He said, look, look up, look up. And I looked up, man, and it was just like if he took a sheet of paper and laid them clouds. You know? I mean, it was awesome. He made his point, and I got it. And I said, yep, thanks, you know. But anyway, well, the scripture that I want to read is this. <clears throat> of course, I've had people dispute this, oh, as they do. And usually I have to excuse my breathing. I can't do any better. It's out of chapter 7 of the book of Revelation. And it said, and after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, and the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor any tree. I've never seen a globe that had four corners, and that's all my point. Well, there's one thing, you know, I mean, we don't know. God's, create, God's you know, a lot of things that we we're, we don't know and we won't know. But, but uh, again, again, what really struck me here is, see, is, is, is the heliocentric. See, 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 heliocentric just, just devastates creation. And people say, well, that's not important. Well, yes, no, it's not important, but if we didn't have creation, we wouldn't have salvation. And also... Why is Helios in the New York Harbor, just like and, I've asked? And also, you know, I've witnessed this See, I didn't have to unlearn it because I was never taught it, but I have met young people, and they are evolution to the core. It's been taught as a religion. Evolution is a religion, and heliocentric is a religion. And in other words, in other words, and also he comments on this too. See, he doesn't use, there, there's no, this this is this, this article was written because of his education. Like he says, uh, you know, uh, about the Masons. He says when it, some of my early some of the early astronauts were Masons. They say, <laughs> listen, every every astronaut that went to the moon was a Mason. That's and that's that's. Uh, you know, and they took one picture, and that's been proven a fraud. Of all of the seven trips up and back into the moon, they have one picture, 
And that's been proven that it's a fraud. And, and by the way, they're not going back to the moon because NASA actually says this. They have, they, they have lost the technology. <laughs> see, see, the thing of it is, when I, when I met, when I was talking to my 81-year-old friend last night, I realized just how deep, like last week when I was talking about 9-11, the world has been bewitched. It's not if it's going to be bewitched, and there'll be, and there'll be a time, you know, and and you see the power, you see the power of the bewitched. They could never do it if they didn't have the media. Oh, who, who are they? Are they going to listen to Walt Stickle or the media? And when you when you get into arguments, like if I was, if you get into arguments with people on this subject. Or, or, and one other thing, one point else I wanted to bring out: this kind of 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 of, of uh, rejection, refuting something, is, is 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 it's used in like global warming. Al Gore used. I mean, I mean, these people are experts. Of course, they are they are messing with the global warming with with. Uh, the chemtrails. I mean, the chemtrails are real. Okay. You know, I remember talking to a friend of mine for 45 minutes. He was explaining this to me, how this is a natural phenomena. Natural phenomena. He went on and on and all I said to him, I said, you know, when I was flying, when I was flying back in, in 86, I used to fly to SeaTac once a day, about an hour ride, 45 minutes to an hour to SeaTac. I never seen, I, I seen chemtrails. I remember chemtrails. I mean, wa- watching a jet that's flying at 30, 40,000 and everything's dissipating. I've watched that. You know, but it, it's, it's amazing. We got 5G coming in. That's another thing that's coming in. You know, and I really feel, you see, that the people, that the seminaries and the Bible colleges in this country are not, are not feeding their sheep. That's why we have 90 million Zionists in this country. Because they drink the Zionist Kool-Aid. And I want to say this. You know, I want to say this. You know, all the stuff that I've learned and I started building my web page. Then, then I then I met uh, Ed Henry and um, read his books and see that well Zionism came out in the in the in the I don't like to use the word Jewish because that but it's in the Bible read chapter seven in John. But I can tell you the world scene in about two sentences here. We had the we had the Reformation. Jesuits were formed, I believe, in about 1540 to counter the Reformation. 34, Walt. 1534, yeah, okay. To counter the Reformation. Now, now, and then I remember listening to um, 
Tom Fresh. He was reading a book by R.W. Thompson. One of the chapters in R.W. Thompson was talking about the Jesuits, and there was their goal. Their goal was to was to take over the Vatican. You know, you know, is the Pope Catholic? No, he's a Jesuit. He's a Jesuit, and there's 28 universities. And like Joe Biden said, you don't have to be Jewish to be Zionist. And it's the Jesuits that are the ones that hatched out dispensational futurism. And then with the Schofield Bible in Darby in the mid-1800s, now we're, it, there, isn't, there, isn't a, there isn't a protest, you know, and these same people that go to these Bible colleges, you know, he can have his spinning earth. But yes, and I believe that David Cloud knows water. He, he, the difference between wet, but water's wet. But see, the only way they can come at you is to attack you. See, they have no evidence. And it's the same because they they're not following the Bible. Because I want to just I want to just uh, uh, understand the Reformation, the reformers. What were their position? Let's read Martin Luther. What was his position? Was he geocentric or heliocentric? Because see, people say. Well, a lot of people believe geocentric. It's it's just a ball hanging in space. Well, that could be. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. But I'm going to tell you one thing. When you quit spinning, you got a different Earth. When you realize that this that Earth out there, and the only time it moves is during an earthquake. But this is what Luther said. He said Martin Luther, who weighs in on the matter. There is a talk of a new astrologer who wants to prove that the earth moves and goes around instead of the sky, the sun, the moon, just as if somebody were moving in a carriage or a ship might hold that he was sitting still and at rest while the earth and the trees walked and moved. But that is how things are nowadays. When a man wishes to be clever, he must, he must needs invent something special. And the way he does it must needs to be the best. The fool wants to turn the whole art of astronomy upside down. However, as Holy Scripture tells us, so did Joshua bid the sun to stand still and not the earth. Martin Luther. Now, now these new ministers... This new cosmology, you know, the reformer, the Reformation has been turned, it, the, the protest is over. But in other words, th this heliocentric, this heliocentric, it started, it started hatching out with the Copernicus Revolution about the same time that the Bible was printed. So it, 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 it's been working hands, in other words, you know, you can call me, you can call me, you know, give me a tin hat, and this man certainly would. If, if I question you, if you question one of these, 
they really politely show you the door. But you understand, I don't, I, I, I realized by talking to my friend last night where Walt is and where my neighbor is. We're all, we're all coming down a different path. And I was, I mean, this man, he's even went to, um, he's went to churches. Because we didn't talk on, on, on this subject. We talked on, on Zionism and who's, who's, who's running this world. See, in other words, we're not going to change it. Understand, I mean, the elect, if it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't God, this, all this, all this mind games and spinning us like a top, it's not going to get any better. The Bible tells us. You've got to have a sound mind. You know, I mean, you can't be spinning and stable at the same time. You can't be double-minded. You know, and the thing, the best, the thing that we are all fighting in this age we live in, we've never, never have been bombarded with so much disinformation. Anyway, uh, uh, Z-Wolf, I've never met you. Uh, would, would you like to make a comment? Sean, this is uh, Mike Nesmith, Rick. Okay, Rick. Uh, I'm in South Carolina. Hey, Rick, I was talking about pretty good. How are you, Mike? Just fine, thanks. Uh, but I was talking about the helicopters. If the helicopter was to hover over my house for four hours when it landed, if we're spinning a thousand miles an hour, it should land and it should go back down in California. <laughs> yeah. Or if you fly a drone, you know, you can let it hover. Uh, you're not watching it go away or because you're going a 1,000 miles an hour. Uh, there's so many things that prove the scriptures are true. We're stationary. We move not. That, that's, that's right. It, there's, there's probably, I mean, the, the Bible does not describe a spinning ball. No. It, it's not there. It's not there, you know. But you know that's a good that's a good point when you bring up the drones. You see, I used to fly radio controlled gliders. I slope soar. You know, I get on a slope when the wind comes at you. I build gliders and fly them radio controlled. But these drones, <laughs> I mean, I mean anybody can fly them. I mean, yeah. in other words, not, not now you turn it on and in the in the transmitter in the drone locks onto GPS. You pull back the stick, and it goes straight up. It goes straight up. And when you let go of the stick, it stays right where you left it. Yep. That, that wasn't the case when I flew radio-controlled gliders. I mean, I have, you know, when you launch a glider out of your hand, you had to be with it continually. But what I'm saying is, look, look that, that's another, that's another uh, uh, a point. You know, every, everything, and, you know, there's so many things like in creation – the sun wasn't didn't come till the fourth day, you know. Yeah, we had plants before then. Yes, that, that's that, that's that's right. That's right. And we had light before then too, brother. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But it's funny. On day one, when he said, "Let there be light," uh, there was chaos. There was unformed. It was darkness on the face of the earth. Well, every time the Most High would come down. 
there was always darkness. This is why Freemasons, Albert Pike always said, Lucifer, the light bearer. But the cherubim's job was to cover the Most High to protect because you can't look upon him. When he came down, the fire burnt the mountain. All they seen was smoke and lightning fire. Uh, cherubims were always to cover. There was darkness on the earth. He said, let there be light. I personally think that was the first conquering he had. Uh, yeah, I cast you down here, but I'm going to make my kingdom here. Uh, there was darkness there, and he said, let there be light. Uh, before he created the firmament and put the stars and sun and everything in the firmament. And it plainly says, let the birds fly in the firmament. <laughs> well, you know, everything's uh, in here with us. You know, uh, I, I, when I, was, I used to hike the Cascade Mountains. You know, we've got a chain of mountains that go right down through Oregon and Washington. And I remember laying under the stars, looking up, at, you know, because there's no light pollution up there. And, boy, the stars are brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. I and I would look up, I'd look up there and I'd, my, my computer would go boop, boop. In other words, because I was taught that it doesn't end. But it, but listen, that that moon that moon is not two hundred and forty thousand miles away, and same the sun is not ninety three million miles away. And it no, just you know, the other week, me and Mom were out. We had to go to the grocery store one night. We seen clouds go behind the moon. I was trying to take a picture, but my cell phone wouldn't cooperate. Uh, but there was clouds behind the moon. And another thing, if you look and see the moon and the sun in the same sky, if the sun's reflecting, or if the moon's reflecting the sun, why isn't the moon completely lit up when you see them both in the sky at the same time? Right. Well, you know, I'm getting, it's getting, I'm I'm going to close this down. We're coming to the top of the hour. And, you know, uh, you know this this Bible verse always stuck. You know is the word liberty. Our liberty. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I mean, that's telling us. You know, that's telling us. You know, our our faith is of Christ. Christ in First John, you know, read the first two chapters or verses of John, and then go to Genesis. Christ is what created everything we see. Oh yes, you know, and uh, and, and it was Christ who was referred to as the Rock. And and now the Lord is in Second Corinthians three seventeen is now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, and we're living in a time that liberty, you know, is either liberty or die. <laughs> right. And I would like to say this, that the grace given us by God the Father through Jesus Christ and revealed to us through Jesus Christ, you know, he is the Savior, and it wasn't for God's grace in revealing the things, we would be just like the rest of the world. 
And the sad thing of it is, their salvation lies in a man's word saying, Jesus, save me. That's nowhere in the Bible. Well, you know, and and man and man is, you know, uh, you know the you know, only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advised is wisdom. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Boy, we're living in a time, you know, where you know, it's all you you have. I mean. In other words, I'm not I'm not uh, um, trying to uh, you know you're not, I'm not 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 follow you know you not follow any man. Let God be true and every man a liar. In other words, you're not you know. And when 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 you get in front of where somebody you have to follow another man, you, that's where we have to stop because. Because that is what that is what they have done with the modern day science and cosmology, you know. And and I'll t- I'll tell you, it it's, you know, somebody that's twenty or thirty years old. I mean, I, I'm not smarter just because I've lived longer. But listen, I have seen some. I've seen this acceleration. Where you know you you're not to question, you're not to question. So with that, listen, I'm going to close this down. I appreciate everybody that came, you know, and um, I, I, I really believe, I, I believe this. Uh, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with books. and There's a lot of good books to read. But uh, what's happened in this world is, is we're letting somebody read the book to us instead of us reading it ourselves. And uh, you know, it's it's it don't have to be a missile science to 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 read the Bible and be thankful that we have the Bible because because there was a time in history that just having the Bible in your possession, people people lost their lives. So with that, I'm going to close it down. God bless everybody. I I appreciate uh, listening. I sometimes I I get a little weak that I. In other words, because the truth is stranger than fiction, and some of the things that I've learned, you know, I, I, uh, and, and I can't get to the verse. I was, uh, uh, but in Galatians, it's in Galatians, you know, you know, you, 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 when you pray, when you pray for something to ask God to give you the truth, what you get is you get a, it's a revelation from Christ. And what we see in reality today in the modern-day cosmology didn't come from Christ. It come from man. So, so with that, I'm going to close it down. Thanks. Excuse for- me. One thing. Uh, I was- with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.